0: Three for Tungo by Loa. The pressure is there. The run is on. Hits the deck. Gets the first and fumbles the ball. And it's picked up by Marcus Hess. You saw the success under 40 for the kicker Carlson. He's now made it 45 consecutive field goals. in Wilson on the move. Tungo by Loa. Nice catch. Here goes Hill. Kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. Antonio Pierce told us he wanted him to be more vocal now that he's the starting quarterback, and that's what he's done. First and ten, going deep. Oh, he's got Adams! That is a touchdown! What a throw! In the red zone, let's see. Two into the air. Oh, he's got it! He's got it!
1: Touchdown!
0: Um, Unstead the block, and he's got his tight end. And that is a loose ball. Hill had it, we think. And it was recovered on the fumble at the 33-yard line. Grabbed by Diablo. On the hit by Hobbs. The 7-yard field goal try by Daniel Carlson. High snap, put down, and you can book it. And it's a one-point game. For the Dolphins. First and ten, Big DeMoster, Blocked by Cotton. Going deep for Waddle and picked off. It's intercepted on the play by Pullemau. on the block, the throw by Ocada, it's picked off, intercepted, Ramsey's got it! This is in his wheelhouse, as evidenced by that kit. 17-13, Dolphins by 4, 1-yard field goal try, and he's going to get this one right down the middle. Good much success here in the second half, so second down and 6, on the cross, oh the hurdle, Renfro keeps his balance! John Myers, 4th and six. here comes the pressure, grab, thrown, intercepted Phillips, on the big hit by Christian Wilkins, the death and defense does it. And there's a catch made by Tucker, O'Connell is 23 of 38, are on the block and downfield, they got Adams, and he gets out of bounds. Second down and 10. Good time. Going deep. Looking for Tucker. second. Another one for Ramsey.
2: Welcome back, Raider Nation, to our Thanksgiving celebration. Oh, man. Hope you guys are having a great holiday weekend. We are getting ready over here. We are getting excited. The Raiders, unfortunately, did take an L on Sunday to the Dolphins. But you know what? I don't think anybody's that mad about it. But well, let's get into it. Uh, first off, right off the bat, uh, we have a guest this week. We're really excited to uh, introduce our man Chris from Protect the Shield podcast, right? That's what it's called, Protect the Shield. Yes. Yeah, and I know he's he's based out of Ohio, correct?
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. Columbus, Ohio is kind of kind of a random place for a Raider fan. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm from, man. Born and raised
2: that's excellent that's excellent man well we're glad to have you man we're gonna i i always see you doing a lot of stuff on twitter and you're making your own content so definitely want to get people over there checking you out and see what you're up to and then of course we got the guy that we all started together raider joe what's going on brother how you doing
1: what's up raider nation doing great man just uh she's chiefs, chiefs week baby that's the way i look at it like if you're if you're sc it's always a uh, stanford week bro or whatever but right now it's chiefs week uh you know, and 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 speaking of Ohio, Chris, the, the, there's no odd place for a Raider fan, bro. Raiders are everywhere, baby. You know, it that's doesn't true. matter. Ohio can be in Egypt, bro. There's, there's Raider fans everywhere. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're not lying about that, man. Um, one of my, you know, we have like a little networking group that we have, and one of our guys is in our network, man. He's from Australia, man. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's, it's wild, man that's the beauty of the internet you know we can
2: all really collect uh connect and do some cool things together so we're really happy to have you man and um just want to see what you guys your thoughts on last week's game you know i i watched every snap like we always do and um i, I was just stunned by the fact that the raiders stayed in the game so long as they did you know i, I think the point spread was like 14 points that the raiders were favored to lose or to lose to the dolphins and um i just love to hear your guys' thoughts, because I, I thought it was an exciting game. I thought, you know, first half, you, you're at 14-13, you go into halftime, and then you come out of the locker room, boom, you get an interception, and just, like, sky's the limit. But unfortunately, it didn't go our way. A lot of missed opportunities. But um, anybody want to chime in? I'd just love to hear your thoughts on the game, guys.
3: Yeah, I, I could start off. Um, yeah, I, I was actually uh, at the game, man. So it was uh, – yeah. So it, it was awesome just being there for one, um, you know, Raider fans, we traveled. So there was a lot of Raider fans in there. We were loud. Um, but just watching the game, I mean, as you guys know, you know, Antonio Pierce has given our fan base, you know, just like a shot of adrenaline. Um, so we went in there excited, even though we were probably, most of us, you know, were, you know, we <clears throat> we kind of had to check our expectations because, you know, we're dealing with the number one offense, so much speed out there. We're dealing with the coach um, that, you know, was a great play caller on the other end. Um, But to be honest, you know, the way that we came out there on defense, we played with intensity, played with passion, Um, you know, just being there, I was just excited and fired up the whole time, but it was just, you know, you look at Max and you look at guys just flying around on defense and then they give us the ball back and we can't do nothing with it. You know, it's just so frustrating, you know, seeing that offense, man. And they just – they can't – They, it, I mean, even even during the McDaniels times, I mean, it's, it's that lack of execution, you know, missing blocks, you know, not catching the ball, penalties, um, Aiden holding the ball too long. You know, it's just a a, a lot of different things. But just from a, you know, feel standpoint, you know, it felt great. And I really think that we could springboard, you know, it's a loss. We could spring that on to the next week in KC.
2: Absolutely. And it's interesting. I watched Hard Knocks last night. They had the Hard Knocks Miami Dolphins. So they were featuring that Raider game. Yeah. (laughs) and I don't know if you saw it, but I guess. Somebody dumped somebody dumped nachos on Tyreek Hill's wife at the game. That was kind of funny, but oh, actually, I think she bumped the nachos and they fell. <laughs> kind of messed up. But Joe, what did you think of the game?
1: You know, I, I like yeah, what Chris said. Uh, you know, it was it was exciting, right? I mean, we watched it. We didn't have the opportunity to go. This is a game that we were thinking about going to, Chris, but we decided not to.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, during the McDaniel's years, we decided not to spend that money. <laughs> to go fly out to, to Miami because we don't want to support the team. Now, if AP would have taken over a few weeks ago, we probably would have had time to plan it. You know, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm very excited about the defense. You know, I, to see them running around, getting turnovers. Uh, you know, we've been we've been praying, we've been uh, yelling for that the last couple of years. To see that the last few games, the last couple of games, it's really exciting. The offense, you know, unfortunately. Um, uh, right now, it, it, it wasn't clicking with McDaniels. And now that we went to Aiden, we have to understand that, hey, we're going to go through our growing pains with him. And if we can just withstand that and win a couple of games that maybe are are tough. And, and you know what? You know, th- to your point, like, uh, we have to watch our expectations going into the Miami game. I yeah. was t- talking to Raider Earn yesterday. You know, um, uh, they always say there's no moral victories in the NFL. Fuck that! That was a moral victory yesterday, not to get blown out on. Not that was a moral victory not to get blown out on Sunday. If you would have told me, if, if you have told me, um, uh, you know, before the game that uh, you know we'll have the last possession, driving for a touchdown to try and tie it or win it, yeah. um, I'll take that ninety nine out of hundred times. Because if this was four four weeks ago, you'd be telling me. Raiders down by 30 in the fourth quarter, you know. So yep. just to see the passion with these guys playing. And it's amazing to see just a group of men together, playing together. Um, you know, the same players they have in McDaniels, bro. You just now aspired to play and, and you're having fun doing it and you see the difference. I'm not saying we're gonna win the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that uh, you know, we can beat we 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 showed yesterday we could beat anybody and we'll we'll uh, anticipate I anticipate Kansas City game to be a close game, you know, just like this one, and we're going to be at home this time. Hopefully, we can pull it off.
2: Yeah, you know, I was sharing with Chris earlier, Joe, before you jumped on, that we've been doing this for about 15 years, you know, and.
0: Fuck you, Roy. After 15 years. Fuck you.
2: 15 years is a long time, and I think in those 15 years that we've been doing, I don't think the Raiders have had a good defense, man. I don't think. Yeah you know not I, I, I mean know. not at this and not, i mean who knows i mean it could be anything but you guys said it this was the number one offense total yards scoring everything even the third rated rushing game and they still had their own you know they kept them they kept it under control and the other thing that crazy to me is it was on the i was on the east coast which you know we we always laugh on this show chris cuz we always say the raiders never do good on the east coast they never do good yeah. on that 10am time slot for us here in the west coast so all of that said, I think I think what you guys said was perfect because it, it gives you reason for hope and it gives you reason to think about the future. And you know, before we get into um, next this next coming game, I just want to talk though because there was some major glaring issues I thought with the play calling. I didn't like. I mean, I know again, I'm so happy that it's not McDaniel's. He's just a villain, but uh, I just feel like you know, the, Bo the the. The offensive coordinator, I think he made some really bad mistakes. I mean, I don't know if all those were his call or what the deal was. Like on fourth down, why do you throw it up the sideline? You know,
3: I hated like, that. Yeah. Yeah. I hated like
2: that, that never I, works. That never, right. that play never and,
3: works. Or, and then, and, and then he threw it, didn't he throw it at a Ramsey too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, right. Yes, to Ramsey I, inter, intercepted. You know, Yeah, and, it's like, man, like, like honestly, did, me personally, and again, it may not be Bo, it might be Aiden going through his progressions or whatever, but. You should never really throw at Ramsey unless it's Devontae over there. Now, I, yeah. I'll take that one-on-one, but if it's Ramsey versus Trey Tucker, no. Don't throw that under any circumstance, you know? But that's just me. Yeah, no, and, and
2: two, just the management of the game, too. I, I really didn't like, uh, you know, like the, the way that they handled, like, the end of the game and, or even the end of the first half. I, I thought, you know, I'm glad they made the field goal, but still I, I would have loved to see a little more urgency and just managing the clock better. And I know that's going to come with time. So, you know, with all that said, it just it makes me wonder, like, I I know we got to wait this year out and see. But moving forward, I mean, what would you guys like to see if you had a wish list? I mean, what would you like to see the Raiders do with their coaching situation? Because, I mean, moving forward, I don't think we're going to be able to keep Bo as our offensive coordinator. I mean, that guy's never been offensive coordinator. He's, you know, he's, he's a quarterback's coach at best. And then. After that, you gotta get rid of McDaniel's playbook. So you gotta you're gonna need a real offensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator, I would love to see our man stay right there. I mean, you know, what he's doing is it's it's spectacular. I just wonder if he's gonna get his shot at a head coaching job because he's really turned this around. But I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on like a wish list for the coaching staff, whoever wants to jump in.
3: You can go kid. Yeah. yeah, I think um, yeah, for sure. Um first things first, we gotta I think we have to keep pierce in place as a as head coach um just because he's given this organization everything that we need from um you know just the fan base is excited again you know the alumni is excited um you know i was not only i was at the miami game but the last week i was at the jets game and again it felt like we actually had home field advantage you That's know awesome. like we When's, when can we say we at home the advantage since being in <laughs> Vegas, man? So it's just like, you know, it's just the little things that, you know, you hear Antonio talk and, you know, he's not politically correct, but he he talks like a Raider should talk, you know, like he just gives you that feel, um, you know, it's not like a corporate, he's not a corporate guy. He's a guy that has made a living rolling his sleeves up, played his ass off on the field. You know, and he's working his way up through the ranks as a coach and he's a players coach. Um, so starting there, we got to keep him in place. I would like to keep Patrick Graham in place as well, because I don't want to I don't wanna you know mash up anything on defense because they're finally starting to develop. It's finally starting to click. I think we're about two guys, two or three guys away from that being a real, almost elite defense because we need someone else to help Max that has that same type of motors, Max. I mean, not that many guys do, but no. uh, I'd like to see him get some help in the middle. Um, Belain is a dog, so I, I really think our defense is close. On offense, I think we have all the pieces we need on offense. We need a, a play caller that can um, make it easy on his quarterback. You know, I think Aiden I, – I don't think Aiden is a quarterback of the future, for one, because I, I think in today's age – you know, you need somebody that can move. You need someone that can help themselves a little bit. Um, Aiden has a nice arm. He's he's probably smart enough. Probably has a work ethic. But in today's age, I mean, you got defensive tackles running four six, four five, four seven. You know, so having those Marino or Brady or or Peyton Manning type guys, I think that that's the, you know, the football of the of the ages. So you know, I think you need somebody that can at least extend the play you know you don't got to be a Michael Vick or anything but someone that can extend a play help out your offensive line a little bit and, yeah. and make a play so um, I would like to see a, a, a you know a young offensive minded coordinator that that knows how to you know put guys in position to help out his quarterback okay. that would be great honestly and um, I, I
2: think you're so you're so right there because Me and Joe were talking about this yesterday at lunch. You can't make the same mistake we made with Passaccia again. You know what I mean? We can't. You got the guys in the locker room fighting, and you see a a different level of fight in this team. So you can't do that. I think you're right. I think the biggest thing is we just need a new offensive play caller, somebody that's innovative, somebody that, um, you know, could come in and and really utilize what we have. Uh, But, yeah, I think you're also right on the quarterback. I think Aiden O'Connell could be a good backup in this league. Uh, but I don't see him in the, like, just like you said, in this modern, we don't need to have, like you said, modern Michael Vick or, you know, we don't need that, but you need a guy like Mahomes who's elusive. Yeah. You know, who, who can move in the pocket and can can get, make some things happen. I mean, I don't know what it would take to get somebody like Caleb Williams, but I mean, somebody like that would be amazing for me. That would be at the top of my wish list. What about you, Joe? What do you think? I mean, are you all in on Harbaugh? What are, you, what are you thinking?
1: Well, look, I mean, uh, look, You know, I'm at at a crossroads here because I would love to see hardball, but I'm not about to make the same mistake that we did with Passaccia, right? So we got to play out the year. If AP has us, he obviously has the team, the team, uh, um, you know, backing him. So I can't can't sit here and say, uh, I don't want AP to be my coach. I want him to be our coach. I want the players to play hard like that. So, you know, if it was you know, we had Josh McDaniels and I'm like, we had Harbaugh, we had Harbaugh. We didn't have Harbaugh. You know, now it's like, do we want AP or do we want Harbaugh? That's a tough one, but I, you know, we got to play out this year, see how, see how it turns out. Uh, But uh, you look at who's successful now, who the the successful coaches, right? The guys that aren't necessarily the, the Bill Belichick of the world, you know, the, Right. The X's those those guys you know Josh McDaniels or uh, not Josh McDaniels the uh, Mike McDaniel's uh, Mike McDaniel's from Miami dude he's dancing he's like with a little the nerd players, bro. yeah he's dancing with the players on the field bro he's not yeah. the 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 typical coach that you would see look at even in our in our in our um in our uh, lifetime with our Raider coaches right who's the best one John Madden bro he wasn't politically correct at all right so yeah. being politically correct makes me like AP even more than then uh talking to you know listening to Josh McDaniel's press conference well la 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 just a <laughs> bunch of mumble jumble like, you know? so you're going to get real stuff with AP so i i'd be yeah. totally happy with uh with giving him a full year taking the taking the interim tag off um but i will say 100% we i don't care who we bring in we cannot if, if he if he's if AP has us, on the verge of making the playoffs after the beginning of this year, there there is no doubt about he needs to be our coach next year. Cause if we jump ship on him, do the same thing that we did with Passaccia and it doesn't work out, there's going to be fucking anarchy in the Raider nation, bro. And, and we yeah, also, we don't need, yeah, we, we don't need that. Him, bro. We, we've
2: already gone through that. We're, we we yeah. already did a lot of that. You know, we, it was, that was a rough times, man. And I think it mostly, I think you're, you're dead. Both you guys are dead on straight. I mean, You know, just to play devil's advocate, though, I mean, Harbaugh is he is a winner. I mean, I watched that last game, you know, the one against Purdue and those those players were fired up for him and he wasn't even there. I mean, so he's a guy I think players could get behind, too. He's another guy, though, that likes to piss people off. So, I mean, I mean, Chris, you know more about it. You live out there in the Midwest, you know. I mean, shoot, that's not the game this week. Isn't Ohio State playing Michigan?
3: Yeah. So, so the crazy thing, and, and I, it, you know, it cracks me up like when I hear people talk about Harbaugh, cause though I am in Ohio, I am a Michigan fan. Uh, All right. So, you know, and, and, and even a few years back, you know, there's a lot of rumors about, you know, Harbaugh, you know, pu- you know, potentially going to um, the Raiders and stuff like that. But, you know, to be honest, man, I, I, I don't want Harbaugh in the Raiders. You know, I think, Harbaugh's always going to be suited better for the college. Um, you know, he, of course, he has some success in the NFL, but the thing with Harbaugh, his personality, man, it's like, its he's not like Gruden because he's more of a people's guy than Gruden. But Harbaugh's like, I, I think in time he'll rub players the wrong way. Like o- other millionaires he'll rub the wrong way. So, like, stuff, like, almost kind of like um, Urban Meyer. So, it's like, when you get some kids that are going to work their ass off because they have a goal to get to the NFL, like, you can get away with certain stuff. Like, you can talk to guys a certain type of way. You can act a certain way. But, like, when you're dealing with – like, I, that's why I don't think Dion would ever be good in the NFL. And that's why Urban Meyer would never be. And that's why Nick Saban wasn't good in the NFL. It's like, I, I don't think they had that personality that – millionaires can get behind and run through a wall. Um, you know, AP has that because he played at that level. I mean in, in Harbaugh, especially with all the the scandals that's going on, he's going to end up leaving Michigan just because, you know, he he he's going to be looking at, you know, you know, probably some suspensions and, you know, some additional suspensions probably. But um you know, I I just don't I just don't think it's going to be a good fit. I mean, he he did well the first time around, but he should yeah. stay in college. That's that's just me. And and again, yeah. I'm a Michigan yeah. fan. I love Harbaugh, yeah. but that's, that's just my view.
1: And I could it, I could. Here's the other thing you need to think about too. Uh, I think if you're Mark Davis, Harbaugh is going to be a high much higher price tag than he – Oh wow, 82. yeah. And we're already, you know, we already made the mistake. I mean, I'm not even saying Gruden was a mistake, but we're still paying him. And and Josh was a mistake. Josh McDaniels was a mistake, and we're still paying him. So we can't afford. I mean, it's not my money, but we, we look like fucking donkeys when we hire these coaches yeah. up and fire them all the time. And I don't like the Raiders that look for the Raiders. So Absolutely. Get, it's going to have to be something dramatic that happens at the end of this season for us not to roll with AP. Like if we lose the rest of our games and the, yeah, loses the locker room, which I don't see, uh, I think we got to go with AP and an offensive coordinator. I don't really have an answer for that, Ern. I I guess we have to see who's available and really ultimately how Bo does the rest of the way, right? He could, you know, I, you could tell watching the game, loving the defense, but you could tell that, uh, um, you know, they don't have all the trust in McCon uh, in O'Connell as of yet, right? He's a rookie, so yeah. they're. they're they're calling plays Run. even us, right? We said we need to take the training wheels off, and as soon as we take the training wheels off, make that pass, he throws an interception. Yeah,
0: real
2: yeah. quick, real quick. I, here's my thought, you know, what if you could do this? This would be amazing, and I don't know if it's possible, but what if you could roll with AP and then bring in Eric bien as the coordinator?
3: I love yeah, everybody.
2: Look
1: what
3: he's doing with Washington, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would love that, but he he's he's gonna his next move will be a head coach. Yeah, yeah it's he's a,
1: it's, a, it's actually a shame that he isn't a head coach yet. I know so, I mean, it really is. Yeah. So I mean, he's getting a head coach after you know he he left uh he left uh um Kansas City right because obviously they're probably saying well it's not really Bynum it's Mahomes Kansas City's offense Kansas City's offense is horrible right now. Right. And Washington, they have, the, they have the number one quarterback in the league right now in pass yards. I don't know how it is after this last week, but he's got Washington competing, and, and that Washington team shouldn't be competing right now. So, At all. Yeah, yeah well, be, and they're
2: fun to watch. It's fun to watch.
1: He's either going to be the head coach of Washington, taking over for Rivera, or he's going to be head coach somewhere next year. I mean, if we can get him as offensive coordinator, I say fucking get him, pay him head coach money to bring him in as offensive coordinator. I don't care. But he's good yeah.
2: Yeah. Another another dream scenario would be somehow get get Caleb Williams and get uh that <laughs> that USC coach to be the coordinator. He'll never do it though. Lincoln Riley will probably never want to be a court, offensive coordinator in the NFL. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of some names. Maybe uh, maybe they'll go with Cliff Kingsbury. You know, he he was an offensive assistant for USC. Uh, maybe they're going to go after Kyler Murray. That's the name I keep hearing about that the Raiders might pursue Kyler Murray next year uh,
3: because I as, no as much to as that. like you wouldn't like that. No, man. I mean, cause at this point, like, I think our team, our nucleus is like, they want to be hard workers. Like I I just don't feel like Kyler is going to put the work in. I don't, from everything that I hear, he's not a good teammate, you know, like I I don't even want to bring that into what we're trying to build. Honestly, like we, we got some hell of a hell of a group of leaders right now, man. And I, you know, I, I don't want to, a quarterback that's going to be lazy. I mean, not saying he's lazy, but I, I don't know, man. Kyler just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm cool with yeah. him. You know, a, what, I you saw know a what,
1: podcast. It's... I saw a podcast uh, earlier from uh, um, Chat Sports, Missile Rantz. I don't know if you guys are, are watched that one, but uh, he's talking about there's rumors about Justin Fields, too. And I'm not a fan of Justin Don't even start with that. Come yeah. on, no way. That guy can't hit outside of a bus. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but they're mobile, like what we're talking about. Those are two mobile, mobile quarterbacks. Mobile,
3: but very ine- mobile. inefficient. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, honestly, like, I know we're talking about Caleb, but honestly, Caleb's not the only mobile guy that's coming out. Like, I think uh, Bo Nix can move Bo a Nicks. little bit. Yep. Drake May can move a little bit. Um, I, I think a lot of these players, um, even Penix from Washington, Um, you know, these guys can move, um, you know, even in the NFL, like Justin Herbert can move, you know, Burrow can move enough. It's just like, I don't need a guy that can just run a four. He don't have to run a four, four, but give me a guy that can, you know, even, even car, like even how car was, car was more athletic than what he showed car could move. He was just scared once he got hurt, but just give me a guy that can at least evade a defender and you know help out the offensive line for another second. That's all I want. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It it may may even come down to, you know, at the end of the day, we're talking about if we're, if we're fighting for a playoff spot, right? I mean, did AP earn his, earn his place uh, to be a full-time coach for next year? I think he did over the last two weeks, but especially if we're fighting for a playoff spot and if we're fighting for a playoff spot, then we're going to be in the conversation all right. Do we give O'Connell a year then? Do we give O'Connell a full year to see if he's the guy? You know, I mean, yeah, we can all sit here and say mobile quarterbacks is that that's the nature of the league this year, but there's still quarterbacks that are doing it that aren't very mobile, you know? And, and, yeah.
2: Uh, no, either way, they're going to have to draft somebody. Yeah. Because with, it. you know, going the free agent route, it doesn't really make much sense because you're still going to be stuck with Jimmy G's contract. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, as I mentioned, Jimmy G, I mean, is there any point where you guys would say, hey, why don't we just see what Jimmy G could do here?
1: I don't think we go back anymore. I don't think we go backwards. I think we got to see what I think what O'Connell does the rest of this year will determine what we do in the draft. To be honest, I think to your point, we're gonna we're gonna draft a quarterback regardless. But if O'Connell, if we know by the end of this year that we really got to get a quarterback, then we got to start uh, utilizing our assets and drafting um, and utilizing our assets to move up in the draft because we're not gonna be a top, you know, you know at even if at this point right now we're probably looking at mid level draft picks, so and that's not gonna get one of the top quarterbacks, you know? Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let's talk about this week's game then. Just real quick. Let's get into this uh Chiefs matchup, man. The hated Chiefs. You know, I've been watching them. I watched them on Monday night and obviously the Eagles are one of the best teams in football, so it's hard you know, it's hard to say, but uh, they don't look that good. They don't look that good, Joe. You know, protect shield. You could say. You could say. Fill in here on what you think. But I, to me, I don't think they look. They don't look Super Bowl worthy. They don't look like the same team. I don't know what do you guys think about the Chiefs. I mean, can we beat them?
3: It, to me, it's like I. I don't want to let the last game get us overly excited because yeah, we did play great against the Dolphins, um, and the Dolphins got the number one offense, but. Um, you know, what's his name? Um, Tua made Tua made some mistakes. And the thing is, you know, Mahomes, for one, he knows how to beat us. And Mahomes, I mean, no matter what we say about him, he's the best quarterback in the league. So uh, we got to make sure we we don't go in overconfident because what we got away with last game, we may not be able to get away with um, against the Chiefs. However, um those daggone Chiefs receivers are trash. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. trash. Like if, yeah. if we can figure out a way, which I mean that's just like the cure for cancer. Um, <laughs> if you figure out a way how to like stop Kelsey, then we'll be okay. But I don't know if it's if um Taylor or Tyler or whatever her name, Taylor Swift needs to just not show up or whatever, but <laughs> we gotta figure out a way to slow him down because the rest of those receivers are trash and you know, we, we should be able to, but, but also their defense isn't that bad either. Like that Chris Jones, oh, their defense is yeah. good. Yeah, he scares me. He, he yeah. yeah. So we got to figure out something for him too.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think um you know Chris is spot on. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes can throw it up in the air and catch it himself, then Chiefs. Oh will be yeah, because. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> He threw some dimes bro i mean they should have won that game and it wasn't because of patrick Mahomes. it's because they had so many drops it was like oh my god i'm have. i messaged my friend ray because i knew he, he's his chiefs fan i knew he was probably breaking <laughs> banging his head against the wall because they should have won that game so you know this is another game where man if you're going to tell me before the game if we got a chance to win it in the fourth quarter i'll take that every day bro uh this is not a game you know the good thing about the raiders what we've seen since uh since ap's come around i mean we we uh we played up to the competition. We didn't yeah. play down. We you know we we whooped on the the, the Giants, which we should have. We played a tough uh, Jets defense, and then we played up to Miami. So if we could play up to the Chiefs, um you know their defense is really what's going to get them what's going to get them there this year. And and honestly, their offense can too if they can catch the ball because they should have won by double digits yesterday. And and uh, just because they can't, they 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 to your point, it's just you know. With our luck, the receivers all of a sudden start catching the ball against right. us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, if you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna tell me this game, I think we're gonna continue the momentum. Um, you know, where I think, if I'm not mistaken, three and one, four and one at home, um, and and that's really with only one home game against the Jets, because the other home games were probably 50-50 because nobody wanted to go support the Raiders under Josh McDaniels. No, uh, but if. If we're gonna be competing, if you could tell me we're competing and and we have a chance to win in the fourth quarter, I'll take it and we'll roll with that. You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, is this though in your mind? Do you guys uh, do you feel like in in order to have any shot of the playoffs? I mean, I know it's kind of crazy to be talking, talking playoffs.
3: Uh, th- playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs.
2: But is this a must-win game to stay in the hunt in the AFC? Obviously, I think right? We have
1: to. I think we have to. It's an AFC game. It's a division game there's so many teams that are five and six, five and five, you know, uh, we went on a two game winning streak and we moved up from probably the worst team in the in, worst teams in the league to the number eight, eight or nine seeds. So if we can beat this game, then we got, you know, we got, uh, I think we're, I think we're a buy after this week. And then we have yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota chargers. I mean, maybe not, maybe not in this order. I'm just thinking of the rest of the schedule, Minnesota chargers. We have the Colts in there. The Chiefs again, the Broncos, Denver. and yep. then yeah. So I mean, this is a game where we have to split against KC, you know, and and this is this is probably our best chance to go in and, and win it. Yeah, because know?
2: the next one's going to be in the cold.
1: Yeah, next one's yeah. going to be in cold. So,
2: but I mean, but O'Connell is a guy. I mean, playing at Purdue. I mean, I don't even where is Purdue? Is that like somewhere near Chicago? Where where is that? Uh, anyway?
3: Indiana. Yeah. Okay. So
2: is it cold? Does it get real cold over there?
3: Oh
1: yeah. Right. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So he, he knows how to play in the cold, probably better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be he'll be fine
1: in the cold. Yeah, Crosby okay. does too. I mean, I, I just it's just more of home field advantage. Uh, you know, get the Raiders at home against the against the Chiefs, and and naturally we we usually play them pretty tough, even when they should be blowing us out. So I think with the right attitude and and ultimately, you know, AP's got to keep preaching it. You know, you got to believe. You got to believe you're gonna win if, if you go in there. Um, thinking you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Just believe you can beat anybody. And I really think that they can beat anybody. They proved it, and let's go on and show it.
2: I mean, to me, the biggest thing is um, the running game. If you got, if you can get the running game, and it's still – I mean, it was a miracle we, we stayed in it. We stayed in it because the defense last week. But, you know, if we could get the running game going like we had against the Jets and the Giants, then to me I think we do have a solid chance. But I don't know. I'd I, I like to ask Chris, man. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the odds are of us beating KC this week? I mean, I know you said we can't just go off of
3: last week, but do you think um, we can be done? I mean, there's a lot of variables, man. I think, you know, I definitely think we can beat them. I think we can beat them, but it's one of those things. Um, we just got to prove it, man. Um, because, you know, the Andy Reid effect, you know, that they have the upper hand from a coaching standpoint. I think – um you know our offense and their defense is going to match up pretty well um i think it just depends on what our offense can do um you know if i would say if i'm a betting man i am a betting man but i i would say <laughs> I, I i would still say it's 50-50 like i'm 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 not i'm not overly confident um for you know the main reason is until i see us get josh Jacobs going again you know, because if Aiden has to throw thirty times, 30, 40 times a game, we're going to struggle. So, you know, we got to be able to feed our beast and and uh, and keep it going and 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 keep Mahomes on the sideline. If we can do that, then I think we got a good chance. But um, I I would say it's a toss up right now.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm actually trying to look up and see. I think I think the X factor. One of them is Colton Miller. They need to get him back. Oh, we got to and- get him back. Have to. Got to get him back, and I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to look at the report here. I don't see any update, and we won't probably really know until Friday. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> the other thing is, I think if you could, if Spillane could be, you know, a guy that can finally just kind of close down Kelsey a little bit, maybe get him and Diablo on him, or maybe put. Uh, I like that safety to play. Uh, Palomaro,
3: Yeah, his cousin. Yeah, right, it, yeah, yeah, he honest- fast. Honestly, that that's probably the matchup that I would do just because he's he's tall, he's fast. Um he might be able to give Kelsey a little bit of problem. But yeah, I, I don't think Spillane Spillane's not gonna be able to keep up with him. I'd rather Spillane kind of flow like he has been.
1: But yeah, we, we need to put a safety on that guy. Got yeah. to yeah. Well
3: Vegas
1: man, it's gonna right be now, exciting, man. Yeah, Vegas right now. You know, I mean, Vegas always disrespects the Raiders, but they got they got us uh, Kansas City favored by eight and a half at Allegiant Stadium. So Vegas hey. is saying that uh, there's an 85% chance that Kansas City wins this game. they only hey. given us a 15% chance at home. So, I mean, you know, um, you know, I'm a betting man too, brother. So, I mean, I'll take those odds any day of the week. I think we definitely have way more better than a 15% chance of winning that game. I hey. think we'll definitely cover the 8.5. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I look at this game and, and, and I look at this season and this could be the game that, that like the, when we look back in this season, that's the game that that's the turning point right there. Not only hired yeah. AP, you know, but they're not going to say you beat the giants, you beat the jets, you know, Miami would have been that, that winning yeah. that, that, that staple win this win this Sunday against the Kansas city chiefs could be the staple win that really propels us to the next level absolutely yeah
2: and it, and it could also elevate ap to take off the interim tag
1: mm-hmm.
3: i mean oh you got to
1: yeah yeah you got to. we yeah. beat yeah. We, you see, the chiefs you got to. Yeah, yeah if we beat the chiefs on sunday i better wake up sign on the Monday paper. That, that ap's our head coach now absolutely
3: yeah. sign sign the contract right there yeah move him into the big office That's the,
2: that was the funny story i heard this week that he had, he's still in his assistant coach's office yeah yeah
3: give him the give him the big corner office man <laughs>
2: he said i don't want to move twice
1: <laughs>
2: so that's that's something man well hey i gotta say thanks chris man and uh you know it's really cool having you on here um i just hope people out there can uh just dive into your content and everything you guys are doing uh, you guys are on are your show is, is it come out on i because i see you on twitter too but is it is it on youtube is it on
3: yeah yeah so it's yeah so it's on youtube um it's under the protect the shield podcast channel um you know you can actually uh catch me there so i have a um i do a weekly show on friday so called fan talk friday um that i do yes, every I've week yeah and then i also have um um i, I do a just kind of a, a co-host with um with one of my friends spicy raider girl uh, we do that every wednesday usually um but with the holidays we didn't do it today but um you know, we do that. And, and you know, you I have some good um interviews that I've done so far. Um, you know, I've won with you Jackson, former coach you, Jackson. That's awesome. We were, able to, we were able to have a very good conversation, told me a lot of good behind the scenes stuff. Um, just about Al Davis's last days and just how that whole year went um when he was coach. Um, you know, that that was that was that was such a great interview. I really enjoyed that. Also, you know, some of the die-hard fans may remember Bruce Krakowski. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So I, I I interviewed him. Had a very good conversation with him. Um, you know, had had an interview with Stu Swaggert on there, and I got oh, a. Oh, I remember him. I Stu Swaggert. Yeah, that's my guy, Stu. Um, Dang, how do
2: you get all these interviews? That's so cool.
3: Yeah, man, just networking, man. Um, yeah, really, just networking and just reaching out to him, honestly. And I, and I those inter- those interviews are on which show though are they on the Protect the Shield podcast or are they on yeah, the other yeah. one? Yeah yeah on Protect the Shield so if you go on there and then you can look up um in my playlist I got um I got live interviews so you can see uh, you know the live interviews that I got cuz I've I'm, I'm I'm new to this I've only started um I've been in I started in April this year you know and I've I've really ascended pretty pretty quickly um as far as just doors opening up for me and I got a very big interview coming on bye week um that i'm excited to to do as well so you know i've just been working hard and grinding man I, I i love the raiders to the death man so and i love meeting other fans i'm glad i had a chance to kind of uh network with you on twitter man so um you know i love and hopefully i can get you on my show sometime oh i'd
2: love to do that man and anytime just let me know um you know like we like i said normally we do this one on wednesdays um uh, but we are. I'm also trying to expand it, and uh, we we've we went for a while just audio, and then now we we went back to the video po- uh, platform. So we're on Spotify and YouTube too. But I'm gonna be definitely checking through your playlist because I got to see those interviews, man. I, I
3: was a huge, huge Jackson fan, and I was real sad when he got let go. Uh, you, you you'll love it, man. In fact, I, what I'll do is I'll um I'll send you the link um in Twitter for that interview. Thank you. It's a it's a it's a great interview, man. I mean, we we talked about everything, just a lot of behind the scenes decisions that were made and why they were made. And I, I learned so, I thought I knew so much, but he told me a lot of the inner workings, man. It was, it was a great. That's so great. cool. I'm very, I'm very seriously interested in
2: in hearing that and listening to that. Cause um, I, like I said, I was heartbroken when he was let go and it was like, it's kind of like a teardown, you know? Um, And we've gone through this so many times and hopefully we don't have to go through it again. So, yeah. Hey man, um, thanks again for coming on. And Joe, I want to just wish you guys both, you guys, a very happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, uh, you get to get together with your families and friends and have a good uh, celebration and just give some thanks because you know we got a lot to be thankful for in this country. And even as Raider fans, things are on the up and up. So, oh, yeah, thanks again course. you guys. Thanks Take again. Care.
3: I appreciate it, man. All, All right, you,
2: guys. Get,
1: peace get, out. You later, Raiders. Raider Nation. Peace All out, right. Go Raiders. Take care.
2: Baby. Peace out.